Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to the new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia uh, coming to you from a very rainy uh, day in Houston. Together with me is all our all seasons ke sathi, Sunanda Vashisht. How are you, Sunanda? Good. How are you, Adit? Pretty good. Uh, Pramod is uh, taking a well-deserved summer break. I know. He hasn't taken any. Haan, so he's not okay. taken any. So he'll be gone for the next two podcasts. This one and the one next week. But then he'll be back after. Uh, and of course, if the Mindmakers columnist are on a break that doesn't mean they won't get you back gossip so he yeah. will get you plenty of gossip maybe he's talking to Venkai and I do wishing him personally <laughs> you know there's a little joke now that Adit isn't uh, sorry uh, Pramod isn't here we can uh, you know have this joke at his expense we call him uh, mind makers ka Venkai and I do because of his one-liners. for one liners uh, and, and, and from what we heard Venkai and I do is still busy be making acronyms so that's not going to stop <laughs> that's not going to stop I can but we have a special guest for you today uh, joining all the way from Chicago it's not Donald Trump <laughs> <laughs> it is um, uh, Mr. Deepak Singh who tweets by the handle S Market. He's a author, journalist, and um, writer who's written on. And I would call it. Should I call you business journalist because he's written plenty excellent. One of the finest minds on economics and stuff that I've known. And he also makes very interesting videos which he made for mind makers as well. So uh, Deep, Deepak, uh, Mr. Deepak Singh, how are you doing today? <laughs> Good, good. Thanks, thanks, Adit. Uh, and uh, hi, Sunanda. And hi, everybody who's listening. And thanks for inviting me. And I hope uh, I can make some valuable comments. I want to start with an... Uh, podcast. Thank you. I want to start with an extremely profound question, um, uh, Deepak. What does S-Market mean? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, what I said. It's an extremely was, uh, profound uh, question. Yeah, so... Yeah, so I started my blog, State of the Market, like, I think more than 10 years back. Yeah. And at that point of time, there was no Twitter. And so when Twitter came, I was looking for that uh, handle name. Ah. And so the, the closest I could come with was So S-Market. State of Market became S-Market. Hmm. That's correct. Ah, interesting, interesting. <laughs> so we'll definitely be asking you about the state of markets in India and United States. And one of the main re- one of the main topics I wanted to talk to you about also was the departure of the Niti Aayog Vice Chairman Arvind Panagriya, uh, and what's the impact. And I think me and me, me and uh, Deepak were talking yesterday, and as we were on the phone, the uh, announcement came of uh, Rajiv Kumar being the new Vice, vice Chairman. Uh, Rajiv Kumar was with Fiki, I think, yes. first. Um, so and for f- people who don't know, it's FICC. <laughs> so um, uh, th- that's that. The second thing that happened was uh, the killing of Abu Dujana in the Kashmir Valley and what that means. Massive breakthrough. Massive breakthrough. Third thing, the controversy with the Haryana minister, or he's not really a minister, Haryana BJP chief. Haryana BJP chief, his son. son. His, no, but he's also with the chief, right? Yes. I mean, Wodhuwa yeah. and ML Khattar. Then there was the issue with uh, um, the Gujarat MLAs being flown to all sorts of places. Now they're getting back, I ha, think. Back return ticket ho gai. Ha, return ticket ho gai. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Venkai Naidu being elected the VP. So, lots to talk about. Uh, Deepak, what do you want to go first with? Uh, since you are the guest, we'll give you the first choice. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, we can start with the Niti Aayog. Yes. Uh, Niti Aayog. Yeah, I, let's start with the Niti Aayog. Good yeah, choice. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't believe that's kind of news. Uh, hmm. Because, you know, uh, and just just before you start, I'll just give a brief overview of what happened to our listeners who don't know what happened. Um, Arvind Panagriya, the vice chairman, uh, said that he was stepping down as the chairman. He said that he was going back to Colombia and uh, to quote, I think it was, he said that such opportunities are not like not found of pe- for people his age and stuff. He and said he would not find, find another um, academic opportunity, academic opportunity again. So he's terming. Uh, just to let our view, uh, uh, reader, I mean, listeners know that typically the um, span that um, vice chairperson they serve the tenure of vice chairperson of Niti Aayog is the same time as the government is in power or the and they were um, given cabinet prime minister is in power he he of course has cabinet rank so it came as a little shock and I let um, Deepa come in it came as a little shock because uh, I didn't see it coming it's, it was only later that no. I saw that uh, there were some some news no. about him ah, but we'll, we'll get to that yeah. but, but I didn't see it uh, what are your first thoughts and what do you make of this yes yeah I mean you know it's it's very difficult to you know make out like what happens at the top and you know and why people exit and usually if you see the past experience and so I mean let me first clarify I have no idea <laughs> that why he left so I'm just only making an educated guess here and and I might be totally wrong. So, you know, I don't, I want to be fair to, you know, uh, to, um, um, Panagria um, uh, and, and the people around him. So I don't, I'm not making any acquisition, uh, but I'm, I do not want to sound as if like I know. Yeah. But now the disclaimers are gone. That. Let the gossip begin. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Why, why I'm saying so is because, you know, Tomorrow the story might turn out to be totally yeah, opposite I mean, of what yes, I'm saying. Yes, yes, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So that it's not, it's not a <laughs> So no, I'm just joking. What yeah. happens yeah. that the, yeah, usually uh, you know people when people occupy high chairs they have big egos, hmm. and and generally uh, you know there is a clash of ego and people leave because you know they think that my voice is not reaching the top or my voice is not making the difference. Mm. And you know, in Niti Aayog, you have Amitabh Kant, and then you have this Vivek De Broy. Vivek De Broy, and like there are high-profile people, and you know, somebody who is coming from an academic background, it becomes kind of difficult to fit into that kind of uh, uh, you know Milieu. Um, into an academic. Uh, sorry, in a in a pragmatic setup. Mm. And so I think it has nothing to do with the economy or it is neither a judgment on Modi's leadership. It's more a clash of ego between mm. the personalities working there. And uh, another thing is that uh, while uh, uh, he's making an exit, he also said that I'm available, you know, uh, to give advice to Modi. So it's, it doesn't look like that. It's, it's not on bitter terms. Yeah, it has anything to do with the NDA government or Modi government. I think it is more to do with the internal working. Unlike Raghuram Rajan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so let's not... So Raghuram Rajan was a direct clash with uh, Modi. Yeah. But here I don't think it's, it's 
suggestions uh, and and suggestions so mm-hmm. and you know from that perspective yes arvin panagria you know coming from an academic background with so much of experience with the other you know with the um, the policy making at least from an academic level could he he must be making a lot of inputs from that perspective mm-hmm. but you know one of the things in india is you know everybody knows what needs to be done right <laughs> so i don't think that's the problem in india like for every problem people know what can be done the point is how you can do it without you know disrupting stuff and how you can do it politically well mm-hmm. and i you know and and i don't think that that's i mean i don't consider that to be an issue with uh, with the current niti uh, ayog setup it's more more like uh, uh, that Arvind uh, Panagriya might be having some ideas and mm. and the other people on in the other members of the Niti Aayog might be having some other ideas from a pragmatism standpoint and, mm. and that's so, so let's let's uh, so, so broaden the scope just yeah. one second and I'll come to that to paraphrase and then we'll we'll go to the broader aspect in a second to paraphrase what he was saying was Niti Aayog does not really gives recommendations but not is not really setting economic policy mm. and its predecessor planning commission a lot of us were saying that it was trying to set economic policies it was like in a way impediment to that so niti ayog isn't really it's it's giving recommendations but it's not become a catalyst for economic policy yeah, it's yet it's a premier think tank premier think tank so i'm i'm and i'm coming to i'm coming to deepak in one second uh, about I the detailed to. scope yeah so we talked about the nitigrities i want to look at the broader scope of this discussion it is not about arvin panagria the person it is about what he brought to the table and that is what i think um thinkers around india or who follow india are a little worried about deepak and i want you to come in on this people say that uh, advisors around narendra modi who have reformist credentials are very few and he was one of them he was leading the pack with arvind panagria in the team you were hoping that there would be some scope for massive reforms with um him out of the you know picture people are now worrying that who is there who is no, advising but, but, but who is to, advising the prime minister on economic policy i have to play the devil's advocate here and i'm going to come to you deepak in a second you know what you said the used one of them 
Arvind Paragriya was one of them, the people who are questioning Modi after uh, after Panagriya left. I know. Because Arvind Paragriya is being replaced by Rajiv Kumar, who is a reformer as well. Yeah. So, will they warm up to Mr. Kumar the same way they warmed up to Panagriya? But the, by the way, don't, uh, don't and forget maybe, that. And maybe I'm sitting in Videsh, so I don't want no, to sound like that. So, no, 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 still, but don't forget that uh, people did not warm up to Panagriya because of the Jagdish Bhagwati connection and because they had already... Uh, body of work behind bo- it. No, body of work and they were the first ones to talk about Gujarat model even book. before anybody else did. So, that, so but, they had but, but already again, been on the hit list. Around the same time, Modi was addressing Fiki also. Yeah. So, so aha, Deepak, go for it. Yes. Yeah, take to like, um, I can speak in Hindi also. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. Yeah. So, you know, one of one of the things is ki ek, uh, I, I was listening to uh, a very interesting conversation by uh, Fortune 500 CEO. So, he said that, and he was giving a disc, uh, you know talk on leadership. And he said that when I make my team, I make sure that no member in my team is ideologically opposed to me. Oh. Right. I can... I can tolerate tactical difference, but I cannot tolerate ideological difference, hmm. right? Because leadership is, I am the leader, right? Hmm. So I know what needs to be done. I can understand if a person has a problem with tactics, but I cannot tolerate a person who has a problem with my ideology. Hmm. Because then that means he's not the right member on my ship. Right. So when people make this talk of, you know, that oh, he was the one who was questioning and all this, you know, this is all just crap talk. I, mean, <laughs> I think people, whoever works for Narendra Modi knows what Narendra Modi is, right? So mm. I don't think, oh, I'm going to go and challenge Narendra Modi. And, you know, this is just all newspaper talk mm. for people who have zero idea about what leadership is. Mm. So, first of all, so I don't think that, that, that that's the case. I'll be highly surprised if that's the case. Uh, and and the other thing is the tone of the letter you see uh, of uh, Arvind Panagriya. I mean that has nothing to do with Narendra Modi's style. It has more to do with internal internal thing that I'm not able to make a difference here because you know people are not listening to me and his ego might have hurt on some of. So do you think? So I think I, I think I have made that point. <laughs> no, no. People had an issue with, um, um, you know. I think Indian Express ran a story that he was having issue with um, Swadeshi Jagran oh. Manch, which is um, Swadeshi Jagran Manch also considers itself a think tank. Oh. So, um, so the question is that a lot of people, and I, I, this could be completely unfound, but people are saying that is this Swadeshi Jagran Manch uh, no, so winning I, I, the war or something no, no, over so DTIO? Before before Deepak comes in, I have to tell something. So Indian Express ke alawa, I think a lot of left organization like Wire and stuff also said I, I was hoping that Wire would also say that we endorse Sudhi Chakran Manch's economic policies <laughs> because anyone on the left should uh, should be happy na, with them Swadeshi Chakran Manch because Swadeshi Chakran Manch is a leftist organization exactly basically. and they were opposing for the last as far as, eco- as far as economics is concerned like he's leaving so why not take a credit like I mean just imagine ki Narendra Modi knew you know like what the ideological leaning of uh, Panagriya. Panagriya is of he knows what is Swadeshi Jagran Manch right mm-hmm. so he will say okay 
उसको लेके आते हैं उसके बाद स्वदेशी जागरण मंच से झगड़ा करवाते हैं फिर हम कहते हैं मैं तो स्वदेशी जागरण मंच की बात सुनूंगा अब आप वापस जाओ आजकल तो स्वदेशी जागरण मंच नरेंद्र मोदी आपने कभी सुना है गुजरात कांग्रेस में प्रॉब्लम ही यही है कुछ प्रॉब्लम गांधीनगर में होती है पहले No, and then their point of contact over there was Ahmed Patel. See, yeah. Ahmed Patel would control whatever these guys have, mm-hmm. and once he loses the Rajya Sabha seat, I think this is essentially the point they are trying to drive home that Ahmed Patel cannot even win a Rajya Sabha seat on his own. Mm-hmm. He has to do whatever it takes, yeah. and that is, I mean, this is going to be the biggest sucker punch delivered to the Gandhi family. It's an existential. This is no. This is yeah, um, exactly. It is a sucker punch delivered to Gandhi, Gandhi family, family more than Congress because Ahmed Patel. represents i mean everything that was i mean he was a is a classic sonia gandhi crony yeah uski position kya hai and he used to virtually control the government yeah pe. from the so pmo are, what are your uh, thoughts on this deepak matlab so frankly mujhe to i don't even understand the whole thinking of the gujarat congress i mean one of the most surprising thing uh, i don't know many people have noticed or not that congress has a pretty sizable vote share in congress uh, uh you know sorry in gujarat mm. in gujarat and that has stayed like static for years so optically matlab ki narendra modi has been winning gujarat but if you look at the vote share of mm. congress in gujarat it has been quite static so yes. it's like they are they i mean they i, I believe they have some 35 uh, To 40% kind mm-hmm. of more share, right? Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm not wrong. No, no, it's more. And, it's and it's in the range of like 38 plus. I mean, they got 38, like 38% yeah. in the last election, Lok Sabha. Really? Oh. Exactly. So what? So what? Congress always required was to make sure that another six to seven percent of people should get like angry 
agree with BJP or or Modi, and they switch sides, and then the you know then it becomes a tough battle for uh, for BJP <coughs> or Modi, and and there are reports that this. I mean, it might be happening. I know, so I, 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 I have to jump in. I actually wrote a piece because I was in Gujarat about three months out of the uh, six months from October through April uh, or about two months. And I saw that I traveled to Saurashtra. I traveled to different parts of Gujarat and there where there was disenchantment. And this was when Anandi Ben was the CM. So Tabto, the disenchantment with the Gujarat BJP was at a, I mean, that's why she was replaced. You know, mm. I mean, I, resignation ka to jo bhi hai but i mean we all know what happened but the problem was with gujarat congress is they have one mass leader uh, or one half mass leader shankar singh vaghela who rebelled the other four are failed dynasts unke pitaji 80s or 70s mein leaders the so by that view they are there there are many faces in local gujarat congress that they can promote but these four people will not allow them to go yeah uh, and and that's the problem ki har ek ke liye delhi jana and stuff if if congress was serious they need actually they don't even need that they need a 4% swing away from bjp because gujarat being a two party state if there is a 4 5% swing from bjp it is automatically going to come to the congress yeah but and the major problem uh, deepak is what you said why are they not able to win is gujarat is a very weird state 30 to 40% of the seats are urban Okay, so you have about sixty to seventy MLAs if you count the big cities. I mean, Ahmedabad has some seventeen, or if you count Gandhinagar, it's like twenty to twenty-two MLAs. Usme se BJP wins seventeen to eighteen consistently. So out of those sixty or seventy, BJP sweeps about eighty percent to ninety percent of them, and because Congress is rudderless, they don't have. If they get about thirty of those eighty seats, things you know, things will change. Ha. Huh. understand what is modi and amit shah's strategy is that uh, you, if you need a leader to fight right yeah. in congress there has to be a leader who can fight with uh, bjp aur wo kya karte hain systematically they have made sure ki koi leader develop hi down exactly exactly so all these defections like one of the things was and i and i was having this conversation with one of my uh, like uh, my friend who lives in ut mm-hmm. and he was saying That the boss अगर 2019 में नीतीश कुमार पोस्टर पे होता और पब्लिक के अंदर लाइक मोदी के प्रति जो हल्का सा भी किसी के अंदर गुस्सा होता तो वो जाके नीतीश कुमार को वोट मारा विदाउट रियलाइजिंग कि नीतीश कुमार के पीछे लालू है मायावती है जो नीतीश कुमार का वहां से फोटो हटा दिया ना कह रहे हैं अब वो अब वहां पे फोटो लगेगी लालू की मुलायम की अखिलेश की मायावती की कह रहा है दूसरा आदमी जितना मोदी से चाहे जितना भी गुस्सा हो वो उधर वो मारी कही one merger one mergers and acquisition happens that you want to like you know make your company size bigger and the other uh, mna happens that you buy the product and you destroy <laughs> so that you know, <laughs> so that that man like the consumers have no choice but to come to you right yeah. like yes. if let's say yeah, they are buying your competitors product you buy the competitor and crush it no absolutely like, so that's what that's what you know this, this You know, Narendra Modi is doing. He is just buying out all the opposition 
who can be a, like a even a small competitor impediment to it so that the, the other party doesn't have a choice so the voter this the bina factor hmm. is becoming real absolutely so i have to pause you there i have to pause you there for a second but that's very interesting point uh, on that before we get to our uh, next topic um i do want to say that this is mindmakers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mindmakers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashisht which is me Okay, the Gujarat story is still uh, developing because tomorrow is the, uh, the election in uh, Rajya Sabha uh, seat. And a little, so, a little birdie tells me that it's going to be a fight to the finish for Ahmed. It's going to be fight. Who yeah. are you? Who are you? Come on, Adit, you need to say now. So what? Uh, Ahmed Patel or the BJP guy? I think I would. Ahmed Patel has a chance. He has tomorrow. a chance yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. He has a chance, uh, but. man cross voting i can i mean i'm not there at the ground and i'm not talking to the mlas just on pure mathematical sense and i'm not talking jitne mlas congress ke bachaye usme ahmed patel has a chance cross voting But, by the way bahut hoti hai presidential election mein cross voting hui vice presidential election mein kal um, venkaiah naidu got more votes than were expected so clearly cross voting happened there also and acha by the way congratulations to venkaiah naidu yes so uh, deepak if you have any acronyms to say please go ahead this is your chance <laughs> No, I only I, have one request. I cannot, I cannot match him. I know, nobody can match. Him. He's nobody he's can. he's matchless. He's matchless. Nobody can match him. But you know, you really need to do that. Um, that one little thing that he did in um, uh, Parliament one day. Chandama, ah, Pramod does that so well. Oh, oh. Chandama. Ah, yeah, he's like the 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 pin gets stopped. He's like, salary on a o Chandama ma o Chandama ma. He just. <laughs> Pramod does that so well, so we will keep it for. He was saying that वहाँ कहीं का कुछ political parties और जर वो सब उनकी pin अटक जाती है. And then when they were radio में बचता था ना ओचंदा माँ ओचंदा. Such an interesting, but I have to remind. But us. I can tell you, the Rajya Sabha TRP numbers are going to go through the roof if I he know. if he makes interventions. If he's in the, the chair, chair yeah. if he's in the chair, I mean uh, that's it. Rajya Sabha TV is going to do well, even better, much better than NDTV. That much I can say. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, you know, my uh, one joke I have to tell you. Hmm. My my hope is when Trump comes to India, Venkaiah Naidu has an acronym for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine what will happen if Trump doesn't like it? Anyway, but um, you know, but, uh, yeah, on the point of Venkayan, I do. I think there is some politics. I, you know, and I oh. again, I don't know. I'm just making a guess that uh, you know that lot of people are not very happy with the way the urban uh, development ministry was being run. Hmm. And like, uh, I mean, if you look at the Swachh Bharat, it has mm-hmm. gone like nowhere, and uh, smart city projects. So yeah. I mean. I'm going to do a shameless plug here. S. Sudhir Kumar, who is one of uh, Mindmaker's regular columnists, and he's an Andhra watcher. He has written a piece that is the top uh, piece today in Mindmaker's about. how andhra people are viewing this rise and it's a very tongue in cheek piece extremely tongue in cheek so 
kind of pointing to what you are saying, Deepak. So I, I would uh, recommend our is listeners this, yeah. to read that. Is, is this a promotion? To or is it a demotion? Demotion. What is going Actually, on? Actually, that that's what the title I was leaning towards. Yeah, is then, this a promotion? Uh, is this a demotion? Is it? But time will tell what it is. No, um, it, it, no it's, a, it's definitely a promotion for Vendaya Naidu because he will go down in history book as a vice president. Yeah. Uh, and so the funniest you know, probably. Definitely for a personal at a personal level very good news for Venkaiya Naidu mm. but I think you know Narendra Modi has this style of function so you know uh, maybe he wanted somebody there and he said okay you know uh, yeah, and this Venkaiya is right Naidu choice. has a profile so why don't mm. make him a vice president and you know create that space and maybe appoint somebody you know more competent to because I mean frankly if you look at the most of the urban mission programs uh, oh. they have gone nowhere so yeah. More so, talk and no action. So, yeah. so on a um, interesting note, now that everyone is going Achha, around, and then we need a new urban development minister. Right now, it's being led by the able civil engineer Babul Supriyo. Oh, <laughs> so. he's, the, he's, the, he's the minister of state for urban development. Right? Yeah, yeah. Also, what Deepak said has a point. Venkaiya Naidu's old post was a parliamentary affairs minister. Which was and taken over by Anand Kumar then. No, and the performance was a little dubious because land acquisition bill may parliamentary affairs ministry did not really cover itself in glory. But I anyways, uh, let's move on. Yeah, to but Kashmir I just wanted to um, uh, just uh, make it a point that, um, uh, you know, everyone raving about this, that the president and the Prime Minister and the Vice President and the leader of um, uh, Speaker of Lok Sabha right now is from um, um, BJP. They forget that, you know, for last um, uh, 70 years, 50 years out of 70 years, it has they all have been of one ideology of the, uh, you know, Congress party or uh, left ideology. So that, this, th that point does not stand. But anyway, coming back, we need to move from there. Uh, coming back to something that has been very disturbing since last night about Haryana. They, um, um, this girl who was stalked and chased in the middle of the night in Chandigarh, she was just going from work. She was chased um, um, in a car and it was done, but she was a senior bureaucrat's daughter, senior, I, senior IAS officer's daughter. So uh, she was chased by who turns out to be the son um, of BJP leader, uh, chief, BJP chief there in Haryana. And um, the girl, she called the police um, man and uh, the police did come to her rescue, thankfully. Uh, these people were drunk. They were knocking on her windows, going by what... Uh, she has written on her Facebook post uh, that they were knocking when police rescued her they were knocking frantically on her windows um, finally when uh, uh, you know um, these two guys they were caught and they were put in the jail immediately it seems that um, you know the charges were changed they were put on some non bailable offenses although it was not a uh, they should have been under um, um, non-bailable offense but they were put under bailable offense and they were um, left out um, so that that uh, that that has been you know little um, disconcerting that what is going on there Emil Khatter went on to say that well we cannot blame the father for uh, this thing well we can really blame the father um, because there have been stories press has reported that um, uh, a lot of these um, 
um uh, you know um, bjp officers did go into the police station and say that they uh, clo or they were trying to intimidate so whatever it is we have been trying to um uh, in my personal capacity i have just been saying that whoever it is there should be no intimidation and law should take its course no and there cannot be any double standards on it yeah so yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think deepak uh no i i completely agree with uh, you know what sananda says that uh, yeah we cannot have uh, double standards on this and uh, uh, but i mean uh, you know this that that person should be behind bars yes uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but i would also uh, say that there has there should be an investigation right by somebody very senior because you know she was an ias daughter ias right? officer's daughter yeah said, she was not some common man yeah he's a top bureaucrat a senior bureaucrat tells, and if you look at the history people in position of power they play the game both sides mm. so you never know that what you hear is the media uh that might not be the so exactly story. what what story chief minister right yeah so, so what chief minister you know, should uh, do I, is I, that I, uh, I, I don't know whether that you know the that girl is innocent or she is not mm. uh, because you know after the nirbhaya's case there were many stories that came out in punjab and the, that how uh, you know uh, the the people in position of power misused it to their yeah. to harass the other side Mm-hmm. I mean, we see that in the in the cases of Dal. So, I mean, if she would have been, let's say, a very poor, uh, you know, uh, a, a girl from a very ordinary background, uh, I would have sympathized with her more uh, than knowing that she is a daughter, because then you have to check what, uh, uh, you know, her father's political leading is. You never know, you know. Mm-hmm. but regardless i think regardless regardless, regardless if regardless if there was a chase if these people were uh, drinking and no, driving which they bars. were they should be behind bars they should be behind bars there should be a proper be investigation done yeah absolutely yeah there should be a proper investigation done but i'm saying that the investigation should be done by somebody like the senior yeah who should take these things into account i agree. So i'm not saying that oh, no, no it should not be biased in it should not be a biased investigation completely it should not be a biased investigation you never, yeah because you never know because you know that a daughter of an is uh, and she is scared i don't buy that story okay no it could be i mean if you go by and i i don't know the other that she is not scared of anybody right i mean I don't know the other side, Deepak. I think it's wise not to talk about. Yeah, it's wise not to talk about it because we don't know the other side. We're only going by the Facebook post of this girl, so we don't know the other side. It is best to only demand an inquiry at the moment and make sure that there is no political interference from the father or from anybody. Um, anything. anything. Yeah. I mean, That's all we can ask for. Somebody from other state. Yes. Uh, okay. Call somebody from other state. and and do an investigation and don't release that boy out uh, yes till till we find out exactly what's that is the most important yeah, point yeah but i'm just saying that we should not blindly right exactly no, exactly somebody saying and then especially it is coming from a a, a daughter of an i right I, exactly I, so, know, so we I should have, okay so i have a feudal mentality i mean i have zero respect for 
you know, they, oh, they are poor, innocent, IS, oh, I know how the children of IS officers so yeah. I don't buy that story. <laughs> okay. So yeah. then in the last part, I guess we are going to talk about the Abu Dujana thing and we'll have our recommendations of okay. this. But I think we all concur what happened was reprehensible if yeah. you know the events what had happened. So yeah. Cool. So in a major, um, you know, a breakthrough in um, Kashmir, which has been going on for uh, last three or four months, we have been seeing. Um, they had a, a major victory, security forces. LET chief Abu Dujana, who they had been, uh, you know, looking out for a mm. while. He has been active for a decade. What happens in the terrorism scene in Kashmir is that they are usually active for about two to three years before they get um, you know caught by the security forces this man had evaded the police for about a year, almost a decade now mm. so finally he is in um, you know he has been shot and what they call encountered no, and I think so, we talked about it a little bit the reason why I was bringing it up right now is ki Al Jazeera ka bhi hua we, we've talked about it earlier ki they refused they called LET a group and they didn't yeah. really call it the reason why I brought this now is after Abu Dujana there have been multiple cleanups that have been going on in the last week before Abu Dajana also there have been multiple cleanups going no, what is interesting is that I saw a lot of people from Kashmir saying that suddenly this story has come up that all these uh, terrorist operatives who come from across the border in Pakistan they have been not dealing with Kashmiri Muslim women very well. They will just, you know, pick up a girl from here or pick up a girl from That's there. That has that. been going around a lot because I have been hearing that, oh, now Kashmiri girls will um, heave a sigh of breath now that Dujana is dead. So it's been known that he has been indulging in a lot of such uh, instances where he would... I read a story in a Kashmir-based paper where he would go around and he would... Um, sort of force the parents that you know if the daughter is not given to me then I'll kill you or I'll do something or I'll uh, lead you so th all this thing has come up too so you know this jihad for self-determination is becoming a jihad for jihad for personal sexual or Arundhati Roy for that matter this has not been happened so this is a lot of these stories are also coming up remember that these stories would be just hidden under the carpet even two years ago so I am so glad that the real picture of jihad in Kashmir is coming out so on one side you have um, uh, you know Huriyat who are in trouble for all the money the, all the Hawala money and all this money that they are getting from Pakistan and from everywhere else so that exposes their jihad and on the other side these terrorists who are coming on it exposes their jihad that they are just lusty morons who are there you know lusty <laughs> this thing who, uh, who are brainwashed brainwashed terrorists who so are there. So call them lusty morons <laughs> no no in the sense they are terrorists lusty no, no, I know, I know, I mean, what I'm, I'm saying is no, no, that these stories are coming up because there used to be a lot of romanticization of jihadis oh my god they are there for liberating oh, no, no, Kashmir know, they are not as romantic as they made no. them out to. yeah because they are just uh, liberating they are there for the liberation Kashmir of Kashmir is a euphemism for Islamist yeah. terrorism so I am just delighted that all these stories all these dirty stories are coming so out so that's uh, reform so uh, yeah. Deepak uh, your quick take on Kashmir 
know, there is no quick take on like, Kashmir. Uh, That's what Deepak wants to no, say. No, no, there is there is a very quick take on Kashmir. Like, they say that if you open the eyes, then the day is not over. So I think you know that's what the Kashmir problem is. Everybody has. close their eyes and they are thinking weird things in their brain and uh, it's happening on both sides it's happening mm-hmm. in the people who live in kashmir it's happening in people who are in delhi that somehow tomorrow the, their hearts will change and they will say oh i love india and we part of the part of india and the other side also thinks the same thing so mm-hmm. no you know, there is a flaw like you, you have to just say that the way uh, punjab problem was solved I think that's the only way this Kashmir problem will be solved, and I think Modi is doing the right thing. He is, yeah, I, he is doing the I, right thing. I think his after a lot of flip flops on Kashmir and Pakistan, the last one year he's got a strategy no, right. No, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, the point is again, you know, long kya hota hai na? Apne Kashmir se chijon ko dekhte hain, and then they don't fail to understand what the other party is doing. Right. I mean, I when Modi won in 2014, at that point of time, like I used to tweet. Ignore Pakistan, mm-hmm. right? That's exactly what he is doing. He is saying, "Okay, mm-hmm. Kashmir is part of India. I have nothing to do uh, with you. I am not going to talk to you about it. If Kashmir people have any problem with day-to-day governments and all these things, I am ready to listen and talk to them. I will kill whoever breaks the law. Yeah, and you know, period. And then you learn to live with it. And take a Indian state has a lot more money, resources, and power." They can they can be in the waiting game. Who is losing the people who live in Kashmir right now, right? Because they are stalling their life, they are destroying their life. Yeah. And he says, okay, fine. Now I have the resources. I'll deal with it. Right. Just that idea. No insurgency. <laughs> no, no insurgency can be tolerated. No question about it. Yeah. So yeah. the state has a lot more power and resources. So yeah. Or we just say that he would. I mean, I feel bad for the people who live live there. Right. I mean, yeah. their quality of life is getting destroyed, and ultimately they will get nothing. I mean, yeah. India is a much bigger state. No country will come and. You know, uh, be on the side of a failing state like Pakistan. Yeah. No, so, completely. You know, Especially I, after 9/11, there is very little appetite for Islamist terror in the world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, and 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 China, खुद तिब्बत पे ऐसा कर रहा कि do you think China will say नहीं कश्मीर? Yeah. No, they don't. They don't have the moral standing. Which China से याद आया. And I'm going to talk that in the recommendation. पर वो वो बाद में we'll talk. But Deepak, uh, your quick take on how the economies of US and India are headed. Amazon earnings per share. It is like minuscule, right? Yeah. You, on the other hand, you look at the Walmart and you look at the uh, Microsoft. There, like Microsoft is not a right comparison, but Walmart is. Yeah. Walmart is still selling lot of stuff, still producing enormous profit, but market is not rewarding Walmart. Market is rewarding Amazon because people look at the future in in, in stock market and financial market. They price what is going to happen in the future. Mm. not what is happening now so 
Like the same thing is happening with India. So when people say, "Oh, uh, IIP number at all time low," or uh, PMI is at all time low, but the market is trading above ten thousand because market is seeing that how the future is going to get shaped because of all the changes that is happening right now. Mm. So you know the the whole point is that we are under witnessing a massive transition. and the the digitization of the economy and the newer sectors of the economy are emerging but they are still very small in size mm. so when you look at the overall you know in the overall picture scheme of things they will still look very small but the pace at which they are growing is phenomenal so in the in, you know 3 to 5 years the economies will look completely different from what it is right now mm. the today's leaders will be like gone and the newer leaders will emerge so i think you know we are in a very great time and i think uh, that's why you know financial markets despite everybody so bearish on trump and everything everything negative but the stock market is trading at all time high is there is a reason why interesting uh, very very interesting so the 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 direction is correct the path is correct exactly. maybe the results yeah. might the, be a little slow the direction slower. is correct the trend is correct and the magnitude of change this phenomenon uh, but you, it's just you can't see it but it is still very small ha huh, i see your point it's not tangible yet but it is it is going to come within tangibility soon <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like this that uh, there is a very like if you work in a organization and you look at all the people who are the about the age of 50 and you know 55 with lot of wisdom and then you see a very sharp guy coming who is just 25 and doing a lot of great things but the point is that people look at the leadership and they don't look at the sharp guy who is doing a lot of good things yeah. and everybody is excited that once this guy becomes a leader you know things will change uh, so it's like that kind of we are in that kind of interesting Interesting, yeah. interesting. Okay, quickly, Sunanda, your recommendation for this week. You know, people have been asking me. Uh, I have been getting a lot of requests after um, that speech that I gave after Amarnath Yatra. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me for, um, especially the younger kids who were born after ninety three, ninety four. They've been asking me about good historical read on the Kashmir problem. And one book that I would like to recommend everyone is Jagmohan's, who is the governor of. Kashmir, twice governor of Kashmir, my frozen turbulence. Please read that. That should be your very basic read for Kashmir. Only when you have read that book can you even go around talking about and it. And that letter and he wrote to Rajiv Gandhi. That's part of that book. No, no, but so, if you um, don't, yeah. you, this is something you should. Yeah. Read. So please read my frozen turbulence. It's available everywhere. It's available on the um, internet. You know, it's free. So please read it. Do yourself a favor. Read it. Get a good historical perspective, and then you will be. Be equipped to talk about it. Uh, Deepak, your recommendation this week? So I just finished the season one of Ozark on Netflix. <laughs> That was going to be my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. What is like it? What was it? Ozark. Ozark. It's been like two and a half days. Oh wow. <laughs> It's a for those who don't know Ozark is this criminal show set in like a family has to move from Chicago to the Ozarks to make to basically launder money for a drug cartel and how uh. a guy does it. It's a phenomenal show actually, mm-hmm. and uh, it's gripping. I mean, especially because I was just in Chicago and Deepak is in Chicago. You the the first episode especially you can relate to all the you know yeah. things happening and all that. Yeah. So, um, so that that's the great recommendation. Ozark is a good 
sure. I, my recommendation was going to be Ozark and another thing I discovered on this, uh, two things actually on this app called Ghana, you must have heard of it. One is uh, music reviews by Asha Bosle of current movies. I can't I, believe that she herself gives reviews. Yes, and she even like sings some sort of lines and I mean she's amazing. She's ageless. You know? She's timeless I mean, and ageless. And then the other thing is there are some stories, fictional, uh, some things, uh, I forget the exact thing. Ashish Vidyarthi narrates them. Ah. Certain things. So, wo, something very underrated actor. So, Ashish what is Vidyarthi. it? Uh, Gang, um, Gang, um, Ghana, you just have to download it on the phone? Ah, you is just have to download it, it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the exact name of that um, that stories thing if I, if I find it. Ashish but, Vidyarthi is phenomenal. Ah, he's a very underrated actor. Even Dhrokal, he was just incredible. Even so, Israq ki subha nahi, he uh-huh. was phenomenal. Ah, it's called Kahani Baz. That's the thing. It's on season 2 right now. So, anyway. It's amazing how digital world is moving. Amazing. And then how these people who are that if they don't get on TV or films they still can get themselves heard I am I am betting big on digital world I mean Mind Makers is a digital medium digital platform. but so I am betting big on so anyways digital. with that I am going to end this podcast thank you yeah, so I mean, much just on, just on, yeah, just on that ahead. point of the digital one digital media I mean uh, just look at the AMC um, Loss. stock price yeah, yeah, yeah. like 25% last week wow they are saying that there is like people are not Coming up to theaters. And, and Netflix shot like up to sixteen percent. Yeah, the cable people are cutting cable. People are not going to theaters, and it's stay at home. You watch everything on Netflix. So yeah. Yeah, it is the digital world. That's the, it is the and, digital and so world. that's why you know people get depressed. They say, okay, you know, look at the movie. They are not doing great. And you look at the you know cable business. That's not doing great. But you now people are not looking at look at what Netflix is doing. So yeah, exactly. you know. <laughs> That's an interesting that's point. That, uh, happening. Huh. That's an interesting point to end this podcast on. Thanks, Deepak, for joining in. We'll be it was okay. great having you on, and we'll be back next week with more stuff. So thank you, everyone. <laughs>